Material Components. Episode 82, The Heretics' Teachings. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thanks Hi. for having us, Mike. Of course. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, it's me first. Jeez. It's always you first. It's always you first. We've been doing this. We've never changed it ever. Well, ever. Okay, but the out, but the outros. Elliot goes first, and it always I flip them. Eh, whatever. Hi guys, I'm Olivia. Super, uh, good at remembering things, and I am playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot. Um. And I'm playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I was going to say that I'm also good at remembering things, but that just plum ain't true. Uh, I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue, and I'm just happy to be here. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. I almost forgot my character's name there for a second. Nice. Just, there's just like the tiniest of pauses. <laughs> the tiniest of pauses. Just, uh. It's been one literally <laughs> one week. Boy, apparently it's been yeah. Apparently it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> yes, it uh, has. But of course, I would like to ask the question that I ask every time, and that is, do you all remember what happened that one week ago? Sorry, it's been one week since you played as Grawl. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, we met uh, the rest of Tears' cult <laughs> family. <laughs> Air it's about quotes, family. Family. It's about family. And family means no one gets left behind. I'm Except pretty right. sure some of them would be super. They they said they were super cool with leaving people behind. Yeah. Some of them did. Yeah, yeah. They, they did actually say that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe like a weird family reunion. Maybe not yeah. like. Yeah, it's extended family where you know some of. Some of them are a little bit, you know, a little bit out there, a little bit kooky. But you got some ones that you're really close to and happy to see, of course. Uh, it's it's a it's a mixed bag of snakes. Of snakes. Mm -hmm. a lot of of snakes. Yeah, but the bag is full full of snakes. It's all snakes. <laughs> snakes and snake adjacent creatures. Yes, <laughs> it's snakes all the way down. <laughs> uh, yes, you did find yourself in the midst of the Jarashir war camp here on the warfront south of Fort Verge, where the forces of the Tempest Rest Valley and some allies of an infernal persuasion are attempting to stem the tide of demons that are boiling up from a realm scar somewhere in the Amberfell Mines. Of course, you're beginning to discover that maybe not everybody here at the Warfront is doing their darndest to put an end to this conflict. I sure ain't. I mean, didn't they, didn't the Jarashir basically full-on admit that they weren't really giving it their all? They're just kind of waiting around for this, this whole apocalypse to happen? I mean, wasn't it also said, We've too, also that... Determined 
yeah, you go. You, oh, go you, ahead, Reed. You, okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, like it. we've determined that like the 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 devils are just kind of like keeping pace with the demons to kind of prolong it. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Blood war. Basically, basically, two out of three basically, really really ain't yeah. putting on hundred percent. Yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we're fighting for the right. wrong side. Yeah. Anyone think about that? Uh, no. Definitely not fighting for the wrong side. No. No. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. There's options for everything. We're, we're on the valid we to, side. We need to start our own side. But yes, last session That's sort of what we're here to do. We yeah. determined that the Jarashir uh, might not have, in fact, been putting in 100% effort in this conflict either. With the words of the youngest of the Augur Bearers, those saint-like figures within the Jarashir religion, of which Tirza is one, uh, you learned... From Benoni Rightseeker, the youngest of the Augur Bearers, that the Scaled Council was, yeah, maybe not uh, giving it their all. They didn't necessarily come out and say that in front of everybody, uh, but opinions that were shared in front of the full congregation definitely included abandoning this fight now that all of the Augur Bearers are present. Which, like... It just seems so, like backwards into like uh counterintuitive like okay we have to go here until all the auger bears are here and then we have to leave again <laughs> like inefficient well i mean yeah i actually don't really know. it is religion though <laughs> more efficient uh yeah the... it's all about the ceremony <laughs> yeah the jarashir definitely have some uh Standard religious uh, contradictions, let us say, that mm. uh, you you are beginning to realize. Because despite the fact that they are, at least on the surface level, a doomsday cult, uh, they also have a lot of uh, benedictions about the protection and safeguarding of the valley. So which is it, guys? Is it ushering in the apocalypse or is it saving everybody from said apocalypse? It does seem that, I mean... It, the opinion will change depending on who you ask. Um, yeah. And it, uh, and it seems like perhaps which of the three serpents the individual is, is more associated with may affect uh, their opinion on what to do next is the impression that I'm getting. Just hitting the nail right on the head there, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took notes last time. A lot of <laughs> notes. So many notes. Yes, um, you did meet quite a few people. Uh, all 12 of the auger bearers are present here, as well as the four members of the Scaled Council, one of which is, in fact, an auger bearer. Mm-hmm. The right. Scaled Council, of course, being the the leaders of the Jarashir, representative from each of the Bari villages, um, all of which with uh, strange snake-like qualities, whether it be a, a head f- full of snake hair, uh, snake-like eyes, weird scaly limbs, or just a straight-up snake body. Snake. Just big old snake attached to your torso. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are the things that Tirza aspires to. <laughs> For some Isn't reason. it what we all aspire to? No. Love no. them so much. No. Really? Yes. Really? I would love no. to have a big snake body. I mean, hey. I begged Mike to let me have a big snake body. (laughs) Well, there's still more of the campaign to go, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. 
in this campaign, I just want everyone yeah. to be clear, not like <laughs> He's in not real life. God. <laughs> not in real life. Look, I. The zoo was very unhappy with me. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but I did my best. I'm not welcome anymore. <laughs> the snakes know what I did. But yes, uh, the Scaled Council gathering the warband of the Jarshir here. With the presence of all 12 of the Augur Bearers, they began to discuss matters of great importance, whether that be the abandoning of this war front to retreat to the Bari villages, whether it be to finally putting an end to this conflict despite the devil's reluctance to do so, whether mm -hmm. it be uh, possibly other <laughs> unknown aspects of this conflict. Uh, there seems to be a great many secrets floating around the Jarashir, as there are apparently some conspirators who are a bit more associated with our good, good friend, Ozzy Dahaka, who are apparently up to some shenanigans in the background of all mm. of this. Mm. And then Golshan, who is also associated with Ozzy Dahaka, he was the one who was, like, all for just abandoning uh, this area and just going back to the, uh, the, the various locations, the Bari. Um, so that's interesting. But yes, in the midst of all of this, the oldest of the Augur Bears and the oldest of the Scaled Council, Sedna the Scaled, who is lower half is just straight up a snake, mm -hmm. uh, said that the signs were, of course, confused. And who are we mortals to uh, interpret them when we can ask a higher power? And using some of the oldest Jarashir rituals known to their religion, they did a joint conjuration of their gods. And I don't know if I was necessarily clear about this last time, so I will reiterate that every time Tirza has heard or seen this ritual conducted, it has always been the voice of these gods channeled through the, the scaled council member, the speaker, the priest. Never before have you seen them literally change places with said gods. And that is precisely what has happened here. Well, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. I think two out of three is bad, Mike. It's I think bad. anything especially but three out of three is very bad. I, especially considering the th the part of the three that is missing. Well, yeah. you might have to remind me then, because uh, wh what exactly happened right there at the end? Um, I think the Haka didn't show up. Shamra on the Wise inhabited one of the uh, Scaled Council members, appeared in all of his shiny rainbow glory. Uh, Sham Wait, did I say Shamron or Andranjini? Andranjini. Okay, Shamaran appeared, her whole thing. I think she's got a snake head. I don't know. It's cool. She's dope. Hmm. And then... And, and did... I'm trying to remember, Mike. Did the... Because it was Golshan. Did he disappear and then nobody showed up? Yeah. Correct. Oh. Yup. Yeah. That's uh -huh. even worse than I remembered. Oh, no. So no, like, that's great. So good. This, if, if this was like fucking Parks and Rec or something, <laughs> this happens and there's a camera that goes to Cherish's face and it just zooms in and she's looks directly at it. Just Jim faces at the camera. Just, yeah. <laughs> it gives like a Ben Wyatt like. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
But yes, that is where we find the four of you now. Uh, amidst the congregation of the Jarashir in the right smack dab in the middle of one of their holiest of rituals to conjure the voice of their gods. It seems to have had a much greater effect in some areas and a not so great effect in one very specific area. And mm -hmm. there are looks of confusion and shock that ripple around the crowd. Tirza, you are definitely the closest to this as the massive pool at the top of this temple to the gods in triplicate has been filled with water and light and snakes uh, to enact this ritual. The other auger bearers stand around you, looking around in confusion. And yeah, there I, is a oh. moment of shocked silence that fills the temple. I would actually like to look around at said auger bearers. Um, mm -hmm. Are any of them less shocked than others? I was actually um, just wondering. Yes, exactly. also. I mean, Sounds wasn't like a bunch uh, of just all just all four of us just like look to the four Oscars. <laughs> That's awesome. That's not suspicious well, at all. I love wasn't it. Wasn't the one? Uh, God, uh, Brand Bear. Uh, what's 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 Agni their Brand Bear. Agni. Okay, I almost called him Ag. Just like Agnes. It's like that's not right. That oh. doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um. Didn't I notice that he w was looking weird at some point? Well, there was a moment in this whole ritual gathering in which all of the Jarashir looked to Tirza for portents and signs as she was the last of the auger bearers to arrive. Her mm -hmm. word of what was happening in the valley was uh, most portentous. And in doing so, she spoke of the Jarashir not as they are, but as she has begun to witness them. And that is as some greater multiversal force that has existed and endured for much longer than the valley has existed. And while her words may have been veiled and some doublespeak may have been used, there are those among the crowd and Agni Brandbearer specifically who maybe has some insight into precisely what is happening here. Because yeah. Agni was R Rishal's... A student uh, of Rashad. Yeah, Rashad, that's the word. Yes. Jeremiah Payne, the former Jarashir known as Rashad, who taught a great many students, not least of which were Tirza's mentor and Agni Brandbearer, greatest of the Thunderguard. Mm -hmm. Eh, pretty okay. I mean, did he give himself that title? Because, like, come on. Yeah. No, of course not. He's too noble you for guys? that. Guys? Ag Agni the pretty alright. <laughs> Gosh darn okay, Agni. <laughs> Okay, Agni. Yeah, yeah. So as your this, family's really cool, Tirza. By the way, we just want to tell you that They're super cool. As this moment erupts, you all want to look towards the the four individuals that stand beneath the altar of Ozzy Dahaka. Yep. Insight check. Yeah, wow. I think that's what uh, you're telling me is some insight I checks or. And the four that's Shikar the Binder. What were the other three? I'm so there is Ritu uh, Longsight, who has a, a big, huge, like, flat bow. Wait, um, sorry, what was there the name? is Bat Ritu. Ritu. Longsight. Longsight or longsighted? Like. Longsight. Okay. Uh, there's Bato, um, 
the herald who is has a um like a banner mm-hmm. and there is um oh my god i'm forgetting the fourth one uh oh the aleka tempest blade who's the dragonborn with the big old great sword that's correct buta the herald aleka tempest blade ritu longsight and shikar the binder are the four members of the auger bearers who are most closely associated with Ozzy Dahaka. Cool. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, insight checks all around. Sure, go for it. Bad. This Good. Die, this die yeah. is not treating me well. My purple dice are doing great. 21. Ooh, 17. That would be a 10. And a dirty 20 for Tears Up. Okay, so... um, Something you would all notice pretty quickly is that the four of them are bunched pretty close together and standing near the base of the altar to Ozzy Dahaka. Something that Grawl and Tirza specifically would notice as they are sort of in the best position to see this Cherisher way in the back. Um, And Sid is kind of in the midpoint trying to keep an eye on both Tirza and Cherish at the same time. Yeah. Um, But Grawl and Tirza, you both notice that there is literally no reaction from those four. Hmm. They're trying so hard to keep their cover that they can't react like normal people. <laughs> Somebody wasn't surprised. And Grawl is perhaps the one who would make this connection as you rolled the highest with a 21, correct? Yes. You've seen this sort of total lack of expression before. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me where? Oh boy. This oh sort boy. of like lack of emo this emotional control that's just shut down everything. Well, I would say normally Finebrook. Now that's hundred percent not true. I don't know. It's been forever. I uh, f- uh, fuck if I know. Finebrook <sighs> is rather emotional. <laughs> okay, fucking he's so got everything locked down all the time. Oh, I have uh, uh, yeah, I I can't I like I don't know. Off there's the top of my there's head. one person you interact with on a fairly regular basis who uses a form of magic to stop oh, herself yeah. from showing yeah, emotions. Okay, okay. Y'all had me thinking like like uh like what some people consider bad guys and some other people think not bad guys. So I don't know. Okay. So sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. But but my reaction makes sense because I think she's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, we are talking about the old mage. Yes. Yeah. Whose illusion I never suspect her. Somehow let her speak through her projected images <laughs> without actually showing any emotion. I never came back. Shit. <laughs> go wave your hands in them. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I don't know that I put that together. No, seriously. You should do it. Yeah, throw a rock at them. Tirza, what you would see is these four kind of huddled close together and not reacting at all. Like, weirdly so. Um... I am going to point this out to to Leanne, uh, who I'm assuming is standing near me. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Leanne the Learned and Varsha Ironheart are standing close by. <clears throat> and Leanne would look over and, again, these like slow whispers are beginning to boil up throughout the room as people are confused, unsure about what's exactly happening. And you point over to the four of them, and Leanne would look and call out, and she would say, Do you know something we do not, Shikar the Binder? And Shikar just stares into the middle distance with no reaction. Like, is he blinking? Does a fly land on his open eyeball? Or what? What's going on? No? Uh, uh, people will start to look where Leanne was indicating, though, glancing around. In the center of this pool, between the two gods and would have been equidistance from the third had they appeared, uh, Sedna the Scaled will glance around, sloshing through the... what would be, like just below the pectorals deep water in the center of this pool. Uh, for her, she kind of rises up out of it on her snake body. Glances towards the four of them, but then like glances at the dark purple water where Ozzy Dahaka should have appeared, or at least some vestige of Ozzy Dahaka. I think the lack of reaction from Shikar is going to make me go over to them. Uh, and Tirza will... Um, I actually think she goes to Ritu, and she goes to uh, like put her hand on Ritu's arm, and will say, what have you four done with him? And your hand and passes through her arm. Uh, fuck! Should have thrown I a rock. I think Cherish says that. <laughs> the hey, there's kids her. here. Cherish, there's kids here. You can't, you can't say that right now. There are now. explicitly Sorry, no it's... kids here. <clears throat> well, I feel for... like a child. They have here. to learn I, sometime. I feel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess except for Bononi and Tirza. <laughs> Are you telling me that the three Dahaka, so the four Dahaka individuals may not be totally honest or be here at all? Who, who would be surprised? Who's hey. shocked? I don't know. Just all of us slowly walk what out. What a just coincidence. Slow clap. We've been dealing with a cult of Dahaka this whole time, and yet now, in the moment... Hey, hey Sid, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm so, so shocking. I'm, I'm speech. I'm shocked. I am very surprised. Uh, I will, I will turn to Sedna though, and I will say they are not here. And Sedna will look startled. Uh, she will turn and glance towards 
Shamaran the Wise, who is still standing Lick. on the surface of the water. Um, Eat them. Her <laughs> humanoid <laughs> body uh, with its big, wide, collared cloak that resembles the hood of a cobra falling down across her shoulders. Wicked. The enormous horned viper that is Androngini, the Rainbow Serpent, shimmers and shifts, coiling around and staring at the place where Azidahaka should be. And I need everybody to give me a charisma saving throw. Oh boy. Sweet! It never happens. I know, right? I'm excited. What do we got? Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty for girl. Twenty-six. Oh, oh shit. Golf clap for Cherish. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh seventeen for Sid. Good, good, good. And twenty-five for Tirza. Damn. Nice. Wow. That's a Damn, y'all saw all charismatic. Those char- those charisma saving throws. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you all feel something as this is all happening. Um, you're barely having moments to react here as Tirza's interacting with this illusion uh, that doesn't dissipate, just your hand slides through Ritu Longsight's form. You are staring between the gods, the Jarashir are beginning to murmur in like a burble of uh, unsurety and not quite panic, but definitely people asking what's going on, standing up, trying to get a better look. There's movement and shuffling and tension. And you all feel this gentle pull from somewhere behind your navel towards the space where Ozzy Dahaka should have been. Oh, that's not good. Not this again. It's not as it's not not even close to as intense as yeah. what you've been feeling. It's not even that gentle push that you felt when these things were being summoned. It is like a, a little tiny tug. To this exact point in space, but you all rolled high enough to actually feel it. Oh. And um, can I go to that space? You want to slosh out to the water? Fuck yeah! Whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, is there? Is it coming from a direct point? Because yes. if not, then no. Yeah, you but roll, if it's coming you from twenty-five, yeah, like, you know specific. exactly where it's coming from. Can cool, I'm going I? There. Yeah, can I use Eldritch Sight to see if I can see anything? You want to try to get close enough to do that? Yeah, how far away am I from that? About like 60 feet. 60 feet? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, so you start pushing up through the crowd. Tears, yeah. uh, meanwhile, leaps into this pool and starts sloshing into the third of it that is still filled with luminous purple light. I guess if and I see Thank that, you I... for saying. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, thank you for saying that, Reed, because I'd also like to cast Divine Sense when I'm in the water. Okay. Um, Let's just see. Yeah. Uh, Sid, Cherish, are you doing anything? Uh, I see this, and I probably start to make my way up towards the front, where okay. tears yeah. are all 
are. Yeah, and Jerush is like, oh, uh, sorry, excuse me, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> everybody move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make way pirate wobbers. <laughs> you kidding me? He is the brute squad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the three of you are making your way up as Tirza sloshing into the center of this pool. Uh, Tirza, you feel the eyes of Anranjini and Shamaran upon you as you're making your way into this pool. Sedna is watching you. The other auger bearers are beginning to break ranks. You see Agni uh, rushing over to the four Dahakan auger bearers and running his hands through all four of them, confirming that they're illusions. He'll hold up his torch, and as its light ignites, the illusions are banished. Ooh, cool. And he'll turn with a confused look on his face as you are reaching this central point in the very middle of this third of the pool. And staring down at the littlest little realm scar you ever did see. Oh my god. Makes sense because they're being summoned from other planes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as opposed to the feelings you get from where Shamaran and Andranjini are, like whatever happened here poked a hole in reality. That's not supposed to happen. Oh, that's bad. Summon so, yeah. so that didn't necessarily happen with the other two. No, they were summoned oh. and it worked, and they managed to slide into this reality without, you know, ripping a hole in things. So where did they go? Uh, does does Divine Sense reveal anything? And or Eldritch Sight for Grawl? Uh, Grawl, pushing your way up to the edge of this ring, you are in the shadow of Andranjini as you approach this immense horned viper, which will turn ever so slightly its eye glancing at you as you're approaching. Long time no see. You get like a distinct image of a gorilla flashing in your mind. Yep. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Surprise, I know. Talk about a glow up. I know, right? <laughs> and you cast Eldritch Sight and you've mm -hmm looked at one of these figures before, albeit the missing one mm -hmm. uh, with Eldritch Sight. So you have some idea of not to look directly at the gods. Yeah, <laughs> don't look at the sun. <laughs> you should do it. It's fun. Um, Speaking from experience of another character, little, have, you should do it. No. Little eclipse glasses out. Yeah. <laughs> They're those fun bug-themed ones you get from the Ants Life thing in Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> There's a pole. <laughs> sure. Deep, deep cut. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> but you would see, even from this distance, a uh, a solid, shimmering, gold-piece-sized hole in the world right in front of where tears are standing that shines out from the water. You wouldn't be able to see it with your natural eyes, but with Eldritch Sight, it's just this glowing hole in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Tirza, using your divine sense, um, 
What mm-hmm. would you detect? I mean, two really big celestials right behind you. Um, <laughs> there, there's a, a fiend coming in at your uh, eleven o'clock, coming pretty hot. Um, it's fiendish. And uh, there's a, 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 a ever so slight yeah. twinge of fey coming in from the, uh, the same direction. Hi, everybody. That's me. <laughs> that's you. No aberrants, so that's good. A. Yeah, no aberrations, as far as you can detect. Um, You sense that Sedna, who is probably the closest of the auger bearers to you, detects as slightly celestial as well. Surprising. Yeah. And from this hole, you sense... So much desecration that it's not even funny. Weird. To the point where it's starting to bleed out into the otherwise sanctified hall of this temple. Can you taste it? Can you taste the desecration? There is a a smell to it. Mm. Cold. Like frostbite. Like... (sighs) Ancient ice. Like something left in a freezer for far too long. And it wafts out of Mm. this hole. Like a dread malevolence. So you've got it coming from both sides, huh? (laughs) Coming at you and coming out of the hole, huh? (laughs) God damn it, and I mean that literally. You said it was like a coin size? Yeah, it's maybe an inch wide in diameter. Hey, a a weird question. When we were learning stuff from Blizz, Mm -hmm. we didn't learn how to make realm scars bigger, did we? It's not something they encourage among the Rift Keepers, no. No. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Huh. This, this this could be bad choices. This could be all very, very bad choices. Yeah. This could be bad choices. <laughs> could be very bad choices. Uh-huh. And I'm saying that. I'm the one saying that. So you know it's serious. As you're all gathering at the edge of this pool, Agni, who has dispelled the illusions, will turn and say, What is happening? He'll turn towards Andranjinyi. Changemaker, please. What is happening here? And Andrin Jin Yi will Do they even know? Turn towards their servant, yeah, and say nothing. Shamran is looking sadly towards where you are, Tirza. The people of the Jarashir are all on their feet now kind of budging up behind the threadless, looking towards this pool. Two of their gods standing before them. Two of their auger bearers in the midst of this pool. Um, I will point out to the three of you, if I can, is it, is it only obvious because I'm standing in the pool, or would I be able to, like, point out what is happening? I mean, yeah, it's like seeing a single quarter in a wishing well. Subtly. 
you rolled high enough that you felt exactly where to go, but you weren't able to actually visually see this until you were on top of it. Mm. But yeah, there's a lot of confusion, a lot of clamoring. Um, People are looking for someone to take the lead here. Is Tirza like Tirza, are you you're looking at it? You're like you found something? Yeah. Uh what did you find? Tiny old Realm Scar. Oh, um should we should we come over there? Are we allowed in the pool? Probably not. I didn't bring my trunks. Kids out of the pool. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're probably not allowed in the pool. <laughs> uh. I will say to Sedna. Um. Do you do you know? what that is. Sedna will glance at where you're indicating and look back up to you and give you a uh, a solemn look and then a slight nod. And Do you know this? There's a feeling from Sadagar that's just kind of Frustration and pain, an old, old, deep pain. It's this sensation you have when you've seen somebody make a mistake over and over and over again for a long, long time, but there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah, that don't necessarily know what he's feeling, but I'm feeling too. Am I close enough to have like a like a close conversation with Tirza or no? You'd have to get in the pool. I'm not gonna get in the pool. I feel like I'm not allowed in the pool. Yeah, I feel like I'm really oh, left in the pool. Yeah. I feel like that's some kind of not okay shit. I will um I'll I'll come over to you guys. I won't get out, but I'm the cloak too is like just spreading out behind me in the mm -hmm. water of this plan. Cause you said it was up it would be up to like a normal person's pectorals, right? If they're in the center, it slopes gently down. So if oh, you're okay. at the rim of it, okay. it only comes up to like But it's still it's still height. probably like chest height or yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll come to the edge and say this must have been planned. They must have known happened, but I don't even know what happened. Were they ever really at this meeting? 
and you see the other auger bearers are beginning to come around the edges of the pool. Were they at the actual battle at the Baylor? It looked like they were... Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think they did interact with the Baylor when they were fighting it. I, I healed... I healed Alaka at the end of the battle. Right. Yeah, we, like, gave them potions. Like, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. We missed the prestige. <laughs> well, there was that big, long chunk of time when well, you were all resting yeah. in here and they weren't here. Yeah, that is that's true. true. They cheated. Yeah, the prestige was you all needed a short rest. <laughs> Boom. They knew it. They knew Tirza, is there? Could you tell where this realm scar goes? Somewhere very bad. Well, Florida. I mean, most of them are. <laughs> it, is this? Is this, uh, um, that freezer burn feeling, is that recognizable enough? Or, like, the, the scent of it, the sensation of it, is that recognizable enough that I could maybe put together what, where I think it is? Well, it reminds you a lot of the person you've been traveling with for the, the last four months. Yeah, I, yeah. Cherish, you did it. No, I didn't. No, secret bad guy, kill Cherish. No. Double Cherish, die. She's, yeah. she's been the evil twin all along. Chicken wings. Oh wait, it's owl bear. Look. Yeah. No, it's chicken wings. Die. No, no, it is chicken wings. Owl bear was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Owl bear was not the first one. No, yeah, you're no, right. I, it, it was, was, was dire bear. It was Dire, dire Bear. bear. Uh, really bad at this. <laughs> I remember Chicken Wings, uh, okay? That's the only one I remember. Um so yeah, I'll I'll say very quietly it feels like cherish. But like like evil cherish right well when i do divine sense it doesn't really distinguish against it's not really about good or evil it's just about like the nature of their being like the nature right. of the plane itself right yeah. so let me throw this out there let me just spitball this so evil cherish right what if evil cherish is from there and it's exactly the same as regular cherish but one's good and one's evil. What point does that? Yeah, I mean right that's now? fair. That does this have anything? <laughs> does this have anything to do with this? Because, I mean, I've... if there's an evil cherish and that's not a changeling or or doppelganger or whatever, wouldn't it make sense that they're from the same place? Are you insinuating that maybe? these four individuals were working with 
the forces of a layer of hell? Who knows? Spitballing. And well, as you are saying that out loud, with the crowd of Jarashir at your back and the auger bearers growing close. That's why I wanted to stand I by fucking the door. hate you guys. This is why hey. I wanted to stand by the door. Hey. Grawl, you don't have an inside voice. You know that, right? Most of the auger bearers will split up at Agni Brandbearer's direction and they will start herding the rest of the Jarashir towards the rear, asking them to leave. Um, there are a lot of outcries of distress. Uh, people saying that Ozzy Dahaka has abandoned them. People saying that this is a, a sign of the end times. Ozzy Dahaka is already on the way. Um, that, like, the walls are going to break now. Uh, there are a lot of different clamorings happening here, but for the most part, the other auger bearers of Andranjini and of Shamaran are working to disperse the crowd a little bit. Meanwhile, Sedna the Scaled is still in the center of this pool, and the gods themselves haven't moved. Um... I mean, should probably dismiss them and bring back the other two. That's not important. Um, is Agni is Agni part of this group herding people out of the house, out of the temple? No, Agni is staying close to you. And as you start talking about devils, his voice gets really, really loud, shouting at the other auger bears to start clearing this place, as though he is trying to cover for your yep. conversation. Mm. Yep, I will, um, I will, like, pull myself out of the pool and say, I think that conversation that we needed to have is, uh, imminent. Oh, yeah, because yes. Jarrett is going to say, we need, we need to, we need to tell them about. Perhaps you know. that is right. Yeah, no, that's, that's what's happening. I was just skipping to that point. I was just, you know, fast-tracking it a little bit. All part of my master plan. Mm. Actually kind of refreshing. The uh, rest of the Jarashir are beginning to disperse, albeit with confusion and shouts, and Leanne is kind of leading their their exit. She is saying that they're going to figure this out. The auger bearers are going to consult the gods and they will find the missing third of their triumvirate. Uh, cool. So, that the missing tri uh, third wants to be found. That is not something she's just, saying out loud. Well, this, this is this is actually a, a really good omen, guys. Don't don't worry about what a great it. Sign. Hey. The bringer of the storm isn't here, which means the storm's not coming, right, guys? Goodbye. It's on vacation. Okay. It's on vacation. It's just, yeah. Didn't Time get off. the memo. Mm -hmm. He's somewhere north of Stormhaven. Not <laughs> a crossroads. <laughs> um, no he couldn't make it. He, had to, he stuck here. He's he walking. Clipped, he clipped through the map. He he's stuck now. <laughs> oh, no. No. He can't be killed either. His HP will be stuck. Yeah. Oh, God. We have complete world reset. Oh, no. 
All right. Um, as soon as people are gone or gone enough, um, God, where to even start? There's so much nonsense to fucking deal with. Yeah. Um, also, I'm glad that I was right. Right about what? Everything. No. <laughs> um, I because I'm I turned back to my Rashad notes. Um, and in brackets at the bottom, I wrote, "He's using Hellfire, which is very cool, and it's awesome that my dad invented it." <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad I was right in the end. So yeah, what are you doing? So everybody. Um... Everybody who doesn't need to be a part of this conversation has left the area, correct? Uh, the other auger bearers might be coming back very, very soon. That's fine. Yeah. We can at least start That's, it with that. Yeah. One thing. God, I, I was to... going to do a very cool thing about dropping the fact that I was a student of Rashad too, and it was going to just scare the shit out of you. And it, I don't say shit. Tears, it doesn't say shit. And it was just going to scare you and be very impressive and a truth bomb, as it were. And now that's completely ruined. Ruin the dramatic flair. Yeah. I know! We can do it all again. Say it understands. We can get charged with some pyrotechnics. We can make it cool. It's over. The moment's over. Oh, okay. So Agni will look to you, Tirza, and nod with a, a, a look of genuine concern on his face as he glances towards not only the last remaining member of the Scaled Council, but also the other auger bearers who are down at the other end of the temple. And he will say... I would. I will discuss such things in the eyes of. Well, most of the gods in triplicate. Yes, Bray. And the other auger bearers begin wandering back once the crowd has been dispersed. You see that. A couple of them are left by the door. You see Roshana Browblest, who is at Air Janasi, with a, a circlet, sta uh, remains near the door, as does uh, Pallavi Stormstaff. But the others come on back, uh, which includes Varsha, the wood elf with the, the breastplate, Benoni Rightseeker, who has his little statuette, and uh, Leanne the Learned, Come back and they're near the pool where you are all gathered as well. You see that Sedna has not moved from her place at the center of this ritual, and the gods have not moved, though they have turned to look at you all. Does does it seem like she's remaining there because she's like holding them in place? You're getting that sense, yeah. Cool. She is mm. the the focus of this ritual.
I I certainly don't have all the answers. I mean, I have hardly any of them, but whatever is happening here, I know it has to do with Bator and Hellfire and the cult of Dahaka, these heretics, and it has to do with Rashad. When you say the name Rashad, Agni will grimace but nod. The other auger bearers who are nearby will exchange glances, and Leanne, who is the oldest among them besides Sedna the Scaled, will say, You speak that heretic's name before Andranjini and Shamaran the Wise? Well, I can use his other name, but he's important to this story. So, that's, well, he didn't go by that name when I met him, but that's who he was, just all of, that's who he was to the Jarashir. And you can feel Shamaran's eyes upon you as you're speaking. She has... A very slight smile on her face as she's watching you talk. Hell yeah. But the other auger bearers will come close and they will look between you and Agni Brandbearer. And Agni will say, I was an associate. No. I was a student of Rashad. How about Odin? Some of you know this, some of you may not. I went to the Scaled Council when I believed his heresies had crossed a line. I stand by that decision, but... the echoes of that actions, it seems, still haunt me. And perhaps haunt us all to this day. What do you know of him, Cloakbearer? Well, we met him. Or rather, everything that was left of him in Blue Gulch. And Varsha will say, Impossible. He took the Haka's march out into the storm. Okay. According to him. Tirza will just look at her. Benoni will quietly ask, What is Tahaka's march? Oh. Oh. 
Oh boy. Everyone's oh boy. learning so much today. This is all this is all so good. This is great. And Varsha will hush him and just say a punishment for the worst heretics. However, that didn't seem to stop him. Hmm. No, he... Something... Some part of him endured that and became a preacher known as Jeremiah Payne, one we met down in Blue Gulch. He... He had collected a following and was teaching the ways of the Jarashir-ish. After he came back to the valley, he traveled and met the leader of this cult of heretics and this man Atticus Carter already had the ability to wield whatever power that that they wield but it seems that Jeremiah Payne gave them a name to it and introduced the concept of Azidahaka, though it's it's strange that that all seems to be lining up anyway. I don't know. I'm just here feeling gap. What we do know is that Rashad or Jeremiah Payne had some sort of sort of infernal connection. And based on what Tirza just told us about the realm scar that was in the center of this pool over here, a similar sort of energy is coming out of it. Don't know what it means, but it is strangely convenient. The auger bearers will glance back towards that place in the pool where their third god should be. Back to you all. Agni has a, a tight, locked expression, staring down at the ground, not really looking at anything. And he will whisper almost to himself, He survived. He didn't really. Yeah. And also he is now dead. He, he is, yeah. Just to clarify, he is dead now. Currently. And what he had done is connected to what has happened here? I think it's partially well... I don't know. I think it's partially due to what he's done and 
partially to do with what he taught. Agni's jaw will go from that set lock to loosening a little bit, and he's clearly grinding his teeth. Leanne will look between Agni, the greatest amongst them, back to you. Self-proclaimed, of course. Oh, he would never claim that. And Shara Sheer versus the greatest of them all. <laughs> she will look to you and say, This heretic's teachings? What do they have to do with this? Well... Is it heresy if it rings of truth? And Leanne will look over to Agni and say, What is she speaking about? And Agni is looking away, looking towards Andron Jinyi and towards Shamaran, who are remaining silent, staring at this conversation happening. The snake's head weaving back and forth between those who are talking, the woman's face still locked on Tirza. With that ever-so-slight smile on her face. What am I speaking about, Agni? I came here partially to find you because I think you have the answers that I need to all together. He he led us to observing so many Mysteries, so many secrets, so many wonders. I, other students, followed Guru Rashad down paths that, that some Jarashir would consider sacrilege. And he will turn towards Leanne, and maybe start to say something, but then shake his head and turn towards you, Tirza, and say, Your words, the signs you saw, were not lost on me. You've seen it too. What Rashad showed us, that the Jarashir did not begin here. Correct. The Jarashir are not of this valley. And there's a slight growl that goes through some of the other auger bearers glancing around. Not necessarily anger, but 
discomfort, to be sure, especially under the watchful gazes of two of their three gods. <laughs> okay, Have like, they smited me yet? <laughs> but, like, Chandra's up there, like, fucking shit-eating grin on her face. She's loving this. <laughs> But there are just nervous glances being shot towards, you know, God. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then most of them are looking back towards you, Tirza. There are signs of the Jarashir throughout. Well, not. Every plane we've been to, but yeah, most of them of ancient worship of, uh, and at this she will turn and glance to Andranjini and and Shamaran and say, the gods in triplicate in one form or another. You will hear Benoni's voice say, You've been outside the valley? Yes. You will hear Leanne suck in a breath. Varsha will get a little closer to Benoni, kind of putting the mom arm out a little bit, as though trying to protect him from that single word. Agni, though, will nod and say, And she would not have been the first auger bearer to do so. Where did you go? Glance towards you, Cherish, and maybe take you in kind of for the first time. This purple tiefling. I text Olivia. I'm trying, Cherish is trying very hard to be respectful, but like wants to pull up that fucking PowerPoint. <laughs> I want to learn these fools a thing. I went to a city. Vast, impossibly large. Mm -hmm. The sky, the horizon curved up into more city. Mm -hmm. Endless doors. Mm -hmm. And it was empty. None yet remained there. But a single creature, a woman garbed in blades of darkness, <laughs> and she wept alone. The lady. The lady of pain. Yes. 
Guru Rashad called that place Sigil. There have been rifts to it here in the valley before. It is a place of ghosts now, but the Guru said it was once a center of all things. It was once mm. a valley unto itself. Uh, am I getting anything from Sadagar during this? Uh, the most jubilant excitement you've ever experienced from Sadagar. All right. <laughs> Just like, yes, 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 this, this, this. Bingo, bingo, bingo. No more hot or cold. You're on the spot right here. We sunk his battleship. We understand. Bingo, Yahtzee, all the things. I mean, I, I knew that they were connected to Sigil. I just, I still don't know how. <laughs> um, can I, speaking of that, can I look around and see if there are any other, like, uh, telepathic, potentially emotional conversations happening? Bears, is there the same recognition reflected, or is it just him? Yeah, no, it's everybody is giving all the auger bears here are giving really weird looks. Like you see that some of them are fighting. Like one of them. <laughs> yeah, especially like Leanne is fighting a look of everything she knows about the teachings of the gods is putting revulsion on her face, but the book is trying to indicate something else and she keeps glancing down at this big tome in her arms and Benoni is just staring down at the statuette kind of like as though he's wrapped in listening to it. From the entrance to the temple uh, you hear Pallavi saying Is anyone else's auger going a little crazy right now? Um, sorry, again, quick question, just for posterity's sake. Um, can they, any of them talk to you, or can they only kind of communicate feelings, like, like Tears us? The augurs only speak in emotion. They speak to the soul, to the heart. Interesting. There may be a reason for that. Agni will stare down at his metal torch and say Indagor was not with me when we went to that place but she is certain that it holds some significance I I would not say that is a reason for us to have banished to have attempted to destroy 
Rashad as we did. It is what came next which terrified which caused me to betray him. And the other auger bearers are silent now. And you can see Pallavi Stormstaff and Rashana slowly approaching. Having basically abandoned any idea of keeping people out and it's just like something clearly is going on. We need to hear what's happening here. And Agni looks tortured. As he looks at the ground and then looks over at the torch in his hand and slowly his eyes track up towards you, Tirza. And he will say, Rashad's great heresy. The thing I heard which caused me to abandon him was when he began to, when his research, when things from beyond the outer storm began telling him that we do not worship gods. I think it is there that we're going to take our break. Boy, wow. Woof. And when we come back, what are you worshipping if not gods? Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Here today to talk to you about a very useful magical spell. And that spell is called Project Image. Have you ever needed to be somewhere, but don't actually want to go to that place? Maybe your bed is very comfy, maybe you just don't want to leave the house. I know a lot of us aren't doing a lot of that lately. But if you need to be somewhere, and maybe be there in a hurry, why not try Project Image? Now, this is a very high level illusion spell, 7th level if we're using Cherish's objective rating system. But it can be very versatile if used correctly. When you cast this spell, you create an illusionary copy of yourself that lasts for the duration. The copy can appear at any location within range that you have seen before regardless of the intervening obstacles. The illusion looks and sounds just like you, but it is intangible, so don't let anybody touch you. While the illusion lasts, you can look through its eyes and hear through its ears. You can even use your action on every turn to make it dance about or do whatever it is you would normally be doing, just so you can keep up the false pretenses. While you're doing that, your physical body is blind and deaf, but it can move around if you so choose. Though controlling two bodies at once is not exactly an easy feat, let me tell you. I took a vacation to Bytopia once. Whew, that was a doozy of a weekend. Most planes don't like an Omatep coming and going, if you know what I mean. Now here's the kicker with Project Image. 
The duration for this spell is a full day. You can keep this puppy going for 24 hours. And the range is 500 miles. So, so long as you're on the same plane of existence and within 500 miles, you can project an image of yourself to do whatever the heck you didn't want to do in the first place. Or, you know, check in on people, maybe have a conversation. Boring stuff like that. So, if you have a bard or a wizard around that can cast 7th level spells according to Cherish, then you can cast Project Image. Well, no, actually, they can pr cast Project Image. And they can't even cast Project Image on you, so it's really only useful for them. Or if you want to spend a bunch of time becoming a wizard. Hmm. Then how did... But if they didn't... Huh. You know what? Let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had recovered slightly from the fact that one of the gods in Triplicate was a no-show during the religious ceremonies of the Jarashir. And then after... It's awfully rude. Yeah, it's so rude. He just forgot to hit his... Uh, or he kept hitting snooze and then he, you know... If, if there's one thing we know about Ozzy Dahaka, mm. it's how inconsiderate he is. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> I mean, we do sort of know that. <laughs> but leastways, after some brief talks with the other auger bearers, confirming that four of those auger bearers weren't here. Uh, those who are connected spiritually to Ozzy Dahaka, uh, in accordance with their god, apparently were also not actually here, but merely projected illusions of themselves. After discovering this ruse and making a little space to have a bit more of a private conversation, you discussed matters with Agni Brandbearer, leader of the Thunder Guard, Augur Bearer, and former student of Jeremiah Payne the Jarashir formerly known as Rashad. With some <laughs> conversation a little out of the way, saying that uh, Tears is perhaps not the first auger bearer to go traipsing about the plains. Mm -hmm. Agni indicated that the real reason he eventually betrayed the trust of Rashad and turned him over to the Scaled Council for Heresy was Rashad's growing claims that the gods in triplicate, the three serpents of the Jarashir, were not, in fact, gods. A more heretical statement perhaps could not have been said. Especially in front of two of the three. Yeah. I know what you are not. And you are not gods. Perhaps. <laughs> you're not a god? <laughs> Andrin Jinny looks at Shamaran. You're not a god? You lied to me. <laughs> he gave me loaded dice. Shamrock's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yes, the gods who have been summoned, Shamron the Wise and Andrin Jinyi the Changemaker, have remained silent through all of this. Standing in or above the pool of water upon which they've been summoned with Sedna the Scaled, Scaled Council Member and Augur Bearer standing at the center, also seemingly frozen in place, keeping the summoning from collapsing on itself. 
but Agni, as he makes this proclamation that his former mentor and teacher said that the gods in triplicate were not in fact gods, definitely flinches at that admonition, glancing towards the two gods that are real close. Gods in quote. That remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's an asterisk there, at the very least. According to one crazy preacher who walked into the storm and came out and then made deals with devils, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> these creatures are not gods. And you know what he got for that uh, <laughs> that opinion? A whole God lot of trouble. Got a, he got a, 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 a devil spike right there in his, his big old abdomen. So... The truth of Rashad's words remains to be seen. Right. But that brings us to the now, where the four of you stand with this word still hanging in the air, the other auger bearers looking slightly disgusted at all of this, though at the same time fighting the feelings flooding in from their forge-bound items, which Tirza, you are feeling, and you have a sense that perhaps it is the feelings coming off of Sadigar that are then being reflected out to the other augurs. But that feeling is of yes. excitement and understanding and of sudden dawning of realization, though of what you're still not sure. Sadagar is having a Yeah, aha. specifically. Yeah. Specifically about the um, existence of Sigil. And the not being God's thing seems right oh yeah i mean that that too but (laughs) but that can't be true Uh, so do you have any reaction to that uh that did he did he say what they are i mean i mean it's not entirely (laughs) is that something he mentioned question hmm are you saying this out loud, Sid? Yes. What? Did he sure. say? <laughs> what? What is this? Anything can be worshipped. Um, yeah. I mean, what's what's the difference between a, a you know, the I mean, council think, and a god? I mean, think, you know? think about you know the the people of Stormhaven who worship me. You know, it's you know. That's not what I meant. Oh, okay. From your hip, a voice will say, "Wow." Yeah, it's more of a fan. guys. Um, this like, sorry, you got this. Go best ahead. Yeah. place for I'm this, here, right? I'm here to fill in gaps. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many questions. But, but did he? But did he say? But they are. And Agni will glance back at the 
gods, and you can see that Chamra on the Y is still staring at you, Tirza, and Andran Jinyi is just locked on Agni. And he will quail ever so slightly under the gaze of that humongous viper. And say towards Andran Jinyi, Forgive these words, my lord, they are not my own. They are those of the heretic. I merely repeat them to try to understand. And Agni will turn back to you, Tirza, and say, Rashad spoke... There was something, an artifact, perhaps, a location. He was looking for it. It was called the Living Gate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was never quite sure... It... He said it was a piece of the multiverse that was attempting to understand itself. An artifact of the cosmos that had been created, forged, appeared, born, perhaps all of those things. So that reality could comprehend itself. But more specifically, so that it could keep so that it could understand what was not of itself. that it could I do not know Rashad spoke of a place a not place uh, there is all of us, of the multiverse, and then there is what is outside. A far mm -hmm. realm. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Go on. <laughs> Grawl, suddenly interested in the conversation. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. You just, I perked up. You said something cool there for a second. Go, you do, do that again, do that again. Grawl, are you drunk? Reed's drinking, so by proxy, yeah, I drank some of the water. Who oh, knew? No. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it's wine. Oh god! It's all wine. It's very good I wine. I love that snake juice. <laughs> no, no, but no, I don't say that at all. <laughs> Agni will say. So it's. You were saying something. So it's some sort of barrier between 
what is real and what is beyond reality or, or some sort of focus that I it is all of those things and more a, a sentient barrier that sought to know all things of our reality so that it might understand and reject those things that come from without abominations aberrations dark alien minds that we cannot comprehend Sid raises his hand and I don't know if Agni is <laughs> even paying attention yeah. to you uh, Tirza what? will say yes, Sid. Hey, uh, Sid Emberlight here. Uh, quick question: Have you heard of the Bator Mechanis Concordant? Agni will give you a confused look. Nope. Say okay. I, Bator is of the hills, and mechanis is yet another of the outer planes i know that much so was rashad hi cherish iron strike here a couple <laughs> questions cherish iron strike of blue gulch uh the blue gulch times a couple questions did you, um, did you get that hat? tears of the head and hands <laughs> no i don't say the blue gulch times part but um cherish here um so, was Rashad implying that the gods in Triplicate were merely extensions of the Living Gate? Like, avatars of some sort? Or something else? Lesser even than that. Oh. The way he spoke at the end. And he'll glance back over at the enormous rainbow serpent that's looming above you all. And he'll say, He spoke as though the gods in triplicate were to the living gate as we are to them. Oh. Um, I will ask this again. Is, am I getting, does Sadagar, does Sadagar agree? Sadagar is still, but there is a thrum of agreement. Okay. And all the other auger bearers are glancing down at their augers, their forge-bound items, staring in a mixture of disbelief, a couple of them of horror. Agni's looking down at his own torch and nodding solemnly, but then shaking his head, glancing up at the giant god-like serpent that he has clearly had I some kind try of... To experience with in the same way that Tirza has? Uh, I think that Tirza will look and attempts to make I mean, I know her face is hooded, but 
I think I I will like look to Shamaran some sort of like recognition or some sort of any I mean anything beyond the sort of half smile she has. She has sort of settled back onto her heels and while she is wearing a hood, you can see her features. She has these sharp, long features, uh, caramel skin, a kind of like almost hook-like nose that comes down in front of her face, and she has these most intense brown eyes. They're like pools of liquid bark that swirl within the orbs. I was going to say chocolate pudding. Or chocolate pudding. Mm. <laughs> you have no, no poetry in your soul. <laughs> Only pudding. <laughs> she has crossed her arms in front of her belly and is, like I said, leaning back a little bit on her heels with that slight smile on her face. And she's watching all of this unfold, but her gaze never leaves tracking you, Tirza. Yeah, I guess I I will look like I mean into her eye. Like, is, is there any sort of recognition of of that this is the truth? Give me. A is she too hard to read? Roll. As you try to read a god. It's tough to 20, read a 20. god. Oh. Twenty-two. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she's tough to read. Yeah. Yeah. She is definitely looking smug about something. Hundred <laughs> and you lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. That. And what is the significance of of Sigil? Did he believe it was there? Did he find it? No. No. Sigil. He went there many times. He believed that is where our order began. In some fashion, at least. And Sadagar reflects that feeling of affirmation, but also this feeling of meeting, of greeting old friends, of coming together. You felt this before when you were reading about Sigil. And all the auger bears are looking around at their items and glancing up to Agni and then over to you. And it is Benoni who will say, It is where they're all from. Yes. Yes. 
He's staring down at the the statuette. And Leanne will glance at her book and then glance over at Shamaron the Wise and say, If this is all true, then what is this? She'll hold up the books. What is all of this? Gesturing at the yeah. temple. I mean, yeah, we're dealing with a lot of supposition right now. I mean, can we just, like, ask them? The world's longest con. Agni will glance at Adrin Jinyi. With a, a pleading look on his face, but he won't necessarily ask anything. Shamaran's eyes never leave Tirza. Sorry, I, I may have had myself muted there. I think Tirza will look back at her and say, Will they say? Will they finally lead us to the truth? Who are you saying this to? Oh, uh, Shalmer on the Wise. Shamran, her expression doesn't change, but words sound out from the center of the pool. As Sedna the Scaled speaks with a voice that has had the age ironed away from it in some way. It's still her voice, but it's as though it's not being said by a 150-year-old woman with a snake body. <laughs> and she will say, Knowing a thing is not the same as the wisdom to use that knowledge. Without doesn't she doesn't she trust us? Doesn't why would they not trust us with this? And you will see Andrin Jinyi and Shamron the Wise exchange a look with each other. For the first time, looking away from auger bearers towards each other. And they will stare at each other for a long moment. No words are exchanged. And then Sedna will speak again. And 
when she does, you will see that her eyes have totally f rolled up into the back of her head. But she will gesture down at the water, and she will say, Observe. I will. Move towards the edge of the pool. What do the rest of you do? Uh, I think I do the same. Mm-hmm. Grawl. So everyone's everyone's getting into the pool. Not getting in, but no, look, just looking. No, getting to just... the edge of it and looking. Uh, I want to dip a toe. I don't think. I don't think tears. That I, don't do that. Uh, I don't think Tirza had, has actually left the side of the pool, so I think she'll just turn and stare into it. Mm -hmm. Grawl, are you getting in? No, I'm not going to get in. That's silly and exactly something Grawl would do, but yeah. I'm not going to do that. I push Grawl. Time. He like, well, he like starts. He like no, starts no. to. No, see what happens. He starts is... to, and Tirza just like turns. Right, right. Fucking I turn don't around. Fucking do that. I turn around, and then I was like, what? Cherish comes running behind me, gets down on all fours, and then Sid pushes me, and they icebox me into the pool. No. And then Sid does a crotch chop. True. To establish male dominance, yes. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is all very in character. Oh, yeah, that all happened. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I speak yeah. oh, yeah. for three different characters. If anything, Cherish would be the one pushing. I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. Uh... Yeah, no, I'm just going to come up to the edge. Okay. You see the water still split three ways. The kaleidoscopic rainbow shimmer beneath Ender and Jinyi, the bruise-like purple-black where the realm scar is and where Azi Dahaka should be, and the, the bright blue that rests beneath Shamaran the Wise. Strangely, the colors never seem to break that triumvir, but at the same time, they swirl and meld together to create a circle around Sedna the Scaled of shifting colors and images. You see darkness at first, but it's a darkness that writhes, a darkness that crawls. It is something out of a nightmare, and it's a nightmare you've had quite a few times, Grawl. It's a nightmare of unseen things in darkness that you can't touch, but you know are there. It is that feeling of something attacking your mind with no control over what they are capable of. It is black tentacles reaching out 
from a foggy glass orb to attack those that might observe it. That darkness solidifies and is reflected through three large gemstones, crystals, stone, obsidian. You're not sure. But the three pieces, the three large objects form an archway, a gate. Beyond that gate, you see a wheel, great spinning, churning, crystalline spheres dancing among a multitude of other wheels. Chaos surrounding earth, fire, and water, which in turn surround green life and blackened death, which in turn surround pearlescent orbs of blue and green and brown and white world upon world upon world, each at the center of their own churning wheel. Those wheels layered atop each other at times, passing through one another at times, spread out along branches of a tree at times, but all of it reflected on the opposite side of that gate. The gate which holds that shadow, that darkness, that nothing, that presence that you can feel but can't touch, that upsetting nightmare at bay. You get a sense that the gate understands that at a certain point. That the nature of gates is to open and close. And so, in understanding, it does what it must to ensure that there is no opening or closing. And you see the gate shatter. And there is a commingling of shadow and light. And outlined in that place are three figures that Tirza has seen the vaguest hints of in a book that she found in Fair Aemsir. One of these figures seeks 
to rebuild, thinking that the shattering has left cracks in which things may still get through, now uncontrolled, unbidden. One seeks to escape, fleeing their destiny, fleeing any responsibility now that they understood and have free will, and one seeks to destroy any reflection of itself so that the rifts might be sealed, any causation of their own existence erased by its own hand. There is a book, there is a key, and there is a sword. Time passes in this image. You're not sure how much. Could be moments, could be eons. And a figure of this reflected shadowy light, this thing of the gate, brings itself in contact with three other figures. And those three, three more, and those three, three more, and so on, and so on, and so on. And eventually, the so on eventually just resolves itself into an image of the image of the image that you are watching of yourselves from above. And that reflection of a reflection collapses in on itself as Sid looks up. <laughs> <laughs> and as you glance up and then glance back down, the pool has resolved itself back into three colors. I understood every bit of that. Perfect clarity. Did, <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I'm just going to roll a, a Arcana check really quick. Sure. Yeah. yeah that that's a <laughs> that's a nine. So uh, yeah. So here here's what I got out of it. Uh, there's there's colors. There's three colors. Uh, three is an important number, and something about a key and a sword and a book. I'm getting sleepy just hearing <laughs> myself talk. <laughs> Jira's just like tapping his face with her whole hand. Like, Shh, stop talking. <laughs> Also, I like the part where I saw myself. I don't know if that's important. But... Uh, <laughs> the laughter is all in character. Tears is delighted at this explanation. 
I know you don't normally see the back of your own head, Sid, but is there a little, like, uh, little light patch back there? That's what it looked like to me. You I'm shut your non-existent mouth, Stormpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> um... Can I make an arcana roll? Sure. To see how much of that I understood? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am going to use advantage. I mean, the book, key, and sword part, we know about two-thirds of that, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Who knows? That's why I'm rolling. Three, uh, me as the player, but... Characters. What you got? 25. 25. Nice. That's a high nice. number. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean... There's some symbology there that you, you kind of grasp onto. You're not quite sure how much of that was literal and how much right. of that like, was... I guess, so what I wrote down is like right the book the key and the sword rebuilding escaping and destroying is like this is the base of everything and specifically the gods in triumvirate are just a mega super diluted version of that as all things are perhaps and perhaps there might be a more literal translation in that these three are these serpents, these agents, mm -hmm. these gods in triplicate are carrying on some ancient tradition that even they are only vaguely aware of the origins of. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, the, the symbols of the key, the book, and the sword definitely leap out at you a little bit yeah. and might cause some sidelong glances over at your hobgoblin oh, friend. Oh, for sure. Yep. <laughs> oh, for sure. No oh, doubt, no doubt. Of course. I fell asleep during that entire thing. All the, really. all the, all the auger bearers are like, why are they all fucking looking as a hobgoblin? This is weird. And Sedna the Scaled from the center will say aloud Among the Jarashir we have little need for angels. But they are messengers. And she will look over at Tirza, at Agni. We have little need for angels. That does not mean there are none among us.
uh, Tirza will like nod, um, not to Sedna, but like more to herself. Um, and glance to Shamaran and say, thank you for trusting. And she will look to you and give you a wink and you remember a moment on the streets of Wickmore's Landing in which you bumped into a woman and she said, we trust you. Wow. That was forever ago. <laughs> I was I was waiting, though, for that to get confirmed because that was immediately what I thought when we finally saw, like, her. Agni will say but are are they gods then? I don't know matters if we have put our faith in them. That kind of shrug was also in character, too. Agni will sigh and deflate Not very a little comforting, bit. but... The rest of the auger bearers are staring about at this. Some of them just absolutely transfixed by what they saw in the pool. Leanne, her sharp features, almost like a, a faint echo of those of Shamaran the Wise. Will stare at the book that she holds in her hand and stare up at the two-thirds of your pantheon. but then get a, a resolute look on her face and look to you, Tirza, and nod. And she will say, There is wisdom in that. This still leaves the problem of what to do about the rest about I mean what to do about Ozzy Dahaka uh, I I had a few thoughts on that if I may the, all the auger bearers will turn towards you Cherish well I mean, Tirza, when when he uh, appeared to us, 
on our way to Enclave. To you. We were just all there. Um, <laughs> I mean, he did... He was, like, super mad at you for not killing Atticus Carter. Like, I know God... See, that's what I'm confused read, about. But, like, right? Was super mad at you for not killing Atticus Carter. And... And the power that this cult had before coming into contact with Jeremiah Payne was was independent of Ozzy Dahaka more than likely because and Cherish almost says, because my father isn't Ozzy Dahaka, but stops herself very quickly. <laughs> because. My God. <laughs> nothing in my research of Kania and the one who rules it, who created Hellfire, there's nothing there to suggest that that archdevil is Ozzy Dehaka. As far as I know. Could be completely wrong. Wouldn't that be fun? And it kind of plays into my one of my theories that we were discussing earlier that that the augurs of Ozzy Dehaka have been fooled by this cult using his name and maybe he's trapped again it's just a theory but it, it it would seem strange that he would present him make himself present to you and say hey why didn't you totally murk that guy and also be patronizing them in a way. In the visions that we saw in the pool, Mike, you mentioned something about one of them destroying other versions of itself or like false versions. Reflections. Reflections. Like, like reflections. Yeah. Seemingly that one wants to seal but this is all of character. Uh but yeah, seemingly that one wants to seal those rifts, not open them. That iteration. Got the implication that with the shattering of the gate it left behind intelligences that had the knowledge of the gate itself, but at the same time left behind cracks, fissures, pieces of the gate that were now unstuck left holes leading to mm -hmm. that formless nightmare. And there were maybe a couple of ideas about how to deal with that. 
the third entity, that of the sword, thought that in slaying reflections of itself, it could perhaps seal those cracks. Maybe. There were a few schools of thought, apparently. Yeah. Although, if it's all threes, there are nine layers of hell. Yeah, weird. Three, three, three. But Agni would turn towards you, Tirza, and say, When were you visited by Azidahaka? Cherish. <laughs> what yeah, day was that? <laughs> hold on, let me access my mind palace. One sec. It was like the fourth or fifth of snow. Uh, it was Ember's End. Oh, it was <sighs> Ember's it End. Was. Wasn't it was. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cherish just says JK. Just K. Fucking display. with you. Hold on, I had the wrong yeah. file yeah. or whatever. It was Ember's Wait. End. I it, tears tears would remember that. I had just yeah. I had forgotten about the firework display. Yeah. Um. Uh, just a little northeast of Stormhaven. And he commanded you to kill this heretic leader? Didn't so much command as he chastised me for not already having... Have already doing it having had done it having had done it that's what i was trying to say thank you cherish here to fill in gaps <laughs> but yes it seemed like that was his goal so he was free to act at least then. We know that much. And knew of this cult leader, of this heretic leader. Yes, very explicitly. And we had sent Shikar to deal with this other heretic, which was now perhaps not so much a heretic. And for the record, he was using you know, powers that he had gotten from contacting beings that, you know, bad, right? Um, but he was trying to at least fend off whatever was coming out of the rift in Blue Colch. He did die trying to save people. Yes, we 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 believe that Blue Gulch would have been retaken probably long before well they they certainly delayed the incursion of devils. 
Agni will give it a long thought and shake his head and look over to the gods, kind of with a, a little bit of frustration creeping across his expression. Anybody. And the two snake deities will just stare at him. And it looks like he's definitely fighting back the kind of outburst that Leanne the Learned had just a little while ago. One does not <laughs> shout at the gods in triplicate, even if there are only two of them. I mean... That is this one Jarashir's opinion. I can't speak for the rest of you yahoos. <laughs> I've yelled at plenty of powerful beings. I was already super rude spot. to the one who's not here right now, so... <laughs> and in fact, you guys you guys did kind of yell at him on my behalf. Oh, and yeah, fine. for sure. <laughs> I think I told him he was a jerk. So did these heretics somehow waylay Ozzy Dahaka then? Uh, it's a possibility. Mm, anger shanks. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. Reed had a moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Crawl has like a vision of a past life. <gasps> <gasps> mm, I don't. I I was small. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I felt entirely wrong. I was definitely not as smart as I was. I am now. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, kids. Agni will say what has the power to reroute Azidahaka oh wait no I don't know about that well no we sort of do Maybe. Please continue speaking in vagaries. I don't know. Yeah. You'll have you'll have to say <laughs> no. what it is before we no, know if okay. we know it or not. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I don't know it. Yeah, that's Reed well, saying that. No, because the thing is, I'm the thing I'm thinking of is anger shanks, but like, so I super don't know that. Yeah. Um, but but right when the cult members die their brand activates some kind of magic that teleports them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. We know they have that power. Yes. We don't know that Phineas Feinberg is working with them, though. Right? We don't know that? Nothing has indicated that Phineas Feinberg is working with the cult. Yeah. Or knows them at all. Yeah. In fact, he seemed generally amused by their mere existence. Yes. What a dick. Anyway. 
but yeah, I don't know how to make, I, I don't think that I can make that leap in character that because they have infused their gang tattoo with teleportation magic that somehow they also have the ability to interrupt planar transport. Whether that be an imp dying and being reborn in hell or stopping a god, quote unquote, from going wherever it was to this place and also tearing a hole into Cania somehow. What happens to devils when they die? They go back to the plane or the the layer of hell that they were their home plane. Yeah, their home uh, layer. They're usually reborn as lemures or as imps if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. So perhaps uh, because well, they're making deals, if Kenya is where all of them are going. But again, that would make sense for the cult members. I mean, no, it doesn't, but. Well, because they're not actually as devils, much sense but... as anything else fucking makes. Well, they're souls. I mean, if, if they are entering into a contract by proxy with an archdevil, mm -hmm. their souls become. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Like, that wouldn't happen to Susan if she was actually a cult member. This is, like she would just she would have just died. Susan wasn't a cult. Because they don't No, I know, but if she was, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well then I'm sorry, who's what? <laughs> Okay, well then the greatest warrior that ever lived. I yes, <laughs> truly. Truly. Go <laughs> listen to the H Team one shot if you want to find out who Anger Shanks and Susan are. Fuck yeah, Susan. Yeah. And Goo Boy. We didn't mention him, yeah, but we yeah, love yeah. him. Oh boy. Oh wait, we're not yeah. speaking character? <laughs> no. Oh, Good job, okay. Lisman. I have not been speaking character this whole time. Oh. Okay, so then I Whenever guess... Whenever Elliot breaks character, I just assume this is how keen mind works. Yes, truly. <laughs> Fucking... <Yeah. laughs> Fucking... There's just, there's just four, five little people in... In Cherish's mind palace, arguing about is what is going on. It's true. I am. Um, uh, you can't okay. see it, but there's a cork board on the other side of Elliot's uh, camera. There. <laughs> there is a whiteboard, though. Huh? Um, <laughs> Who is Pepe Sylvia? Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. I got boxes full of Pepe. Um. Uh Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm like trying to keep track of what I was trying to say. Okay. So, I guess maybe that's Elliot's lack of understanding of what happens when people like, what what does it mean when your soul you die and your soul belongs to an archdevil or Shang Tsung? Or Shang Tsung. Uh, might as well be an archdevil at this point. Um, Honestly? 
But you would know through your planar and hellish research. Right. This is like Devil 101 stuff. Right. If you make a deal with a devil and your soul is taken the by the devil, you, you, your soul does end up in hell on whatever layer of hell the devil you made a deal with belongs to. Mm-hmm. Your ah. literal body should not be transported to said hell. Right. Okay. That's the, so that's the, the, the confu- or not confusing, but, or I guess the confusing part. Do we know that the body is being transported or is the body yes. just being, okay. Yes, because, because we saw Lucrezia and all of those people. We saw, but, or did we when just, we were scrying her. Or did we just see Lucrezia's soul? No, we saw a bunch, we, we, no, we saw her, like, chained to a wall. And you were explicitly told that scrying doesn't work on dead people. Okay. Right. Okay, gotcha. Right. And well, we cut should off try to scry Rashad's her again. arm, too, so. What's that? We cut off Rashad's arm, too. And some so. other guy's arm. Yeah, that's fine. That, that was a bit I was doing a while ago. It, it never really oh came to fruition. It's fine. So there's just a couple of arms and... My dad's this... stupid palace <laughs> just floating around. <laughs> They've been eaten by now. Yeah. Yep. And you would also know... That... Oh, so this is what you were saying about the wisdom to use the knowledge. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Mike? The cultists you've encountered, when they are quote-unquote killed, they conflagrate, they burn. Yes. In the same way that devils do if they're killed on the mortal plane. Yes. That should not be. Right. Oh. What you also know is that scrying doesn't work if you're trying to do it across planes. Right. That is also true. So crazy would have to be on this plane. Right. Unless. Unless. No, I. <laughs> I mean, planar okay. bleeding. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so the assumption is that they're being teleported somewhere here on this plane. You also right. know that when you killed the devils of Stygia that were coming through the portal, they did not explode and die or get transported back to hell. They because, sort of just disappeared. Because, well, because Stygia was bleeding over into the material plane. So right. in a way they were dying in Stygia. Yes. Which is true death. Right. So if the whatever realm they're from uh, layer is bleeding over here, they could theoretically just go straight to it. Right. They could theoretically right. go somewhere on this plane of existence, which has a layer of hell bleeding over. Yep. Yes. Hmm. Huh. And someone had it all under control yeah. and knew how to work all of it and keep it under wraps and had lots of space, like lots of and, warehouses, motherfucker. And also, and also had the ability to cloak himself from the old mage. Could maybe cloak that rift. Oh my god! As well, god, god damn it! Like a rift 
theoretically around Stormhaven. In it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know again, that, right? We know that we, have, we know that we have we established that, that Atticus Carter has that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is like bleeding back into like as Cherish says this out loud. This is bleeding back into in character conversation of all yeah, of us just sure. being like, "Oh my god." And I'm sure everyone else is totally so, getting it too. <laughs> Ross counting all the ideas on his fingers and then drawing lines between them. So I go, if this means this, I got it. Agni will look back at the statue of Ozzy Dahaka, where the four illusions of the other auger bearers disappeared. And he will say quietly to themselves. He will say quietly to himself. And if they were told that Azi Dahaka explicitly wanted to destroy their leader, to what lengths would they go? To stop such an event. We know that they're capable of great they seem very coordinated and very determined. And Agni will turn back and say, But why would four of our auger bearers, why would they abandon us in this moment? If... And he'll turn to the rest of the auger bearers and say, We are all thinking it. That they are somehow colluding with these heretics. Grawl, in a uh, in an inn, in a room in an inn, you saw something. Mm-hmm. What I, did I, mean, you I, saw? I told it. I mean, what do you mean? I told all of you. Yeah. How about? Yeah. Maybe telling. If, if oh, if okay, that's what been... you're asking. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I thought you were being serious. Like you didn't tell me. Yeah. No, 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 um, no, no, okay. No. Gotcha. I know. Just... Gotcha. Um, well, Tifa, go for it. No, I, 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 you're the one who who saw it. The the being that right. she will also look to the statue of Ozzy Dahaka. They look exactly the one that looks mysteriously sim- similar. Just, Mike, just like the heads. exactly the same. No, like the heads. Okay. The, yeah. the creature you saw was anthropomorphic. It, it had two arms, mm-hmm. two legs, albeit bestial in nature. Mm-hmm. Like a weird halfway between anamorph. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. cool. 
Cool. If, if cool. somebody was turning into three snakes, <laughs> something mm -hmm. was From turning, the head. Yeah, turning yeah. into a, a three-headed dragon serpent. Yeah. Lovely. Um, well, uh, in an inn, uh, basically that right there, and I point at the statue. It was talking to Lucrezia. Um, Mike, what did she say? Uh, it was a lot of platitudes towards Dahaka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Dahaka commanded her to kill you all. Mm. Uh-huh. And she said, no problem, boss. Uh-huh. Not in those exact words, but... I think she dabbed right. too. Yeah, yeah. I believe the exact phrasing was, Tahaka's will be done. So, and just making sure, Tahaka and Ozzy Tahaka, same thing? Not the same thing. Mm, my guess... Well, it's not how he appeared to us. Right. right. Well, my guess is and... perhaps a deceiver. Yeah, uh, again, if they had been told all of this by Rashad, Jeremiah Payne, then they could easily use that imagery to or, communicate with... What about one of the reflections that we saw? That is also a distinct possibility. Perhaps the four auger bearers are merely being misled. Yeah, that's what I was kind of implying earlier. Yeah. The other auger bearers definitely want to believe that, but you see expressions of uncertainty, of mistrust. And if they're not being deceived, if if they have gotten messages from Ozzy Dahaka to destroy this cult and its leader, they could feel that as the augurs of Ozzy Dahaka, that it is their job to free him or to do his will on their own. Uh, I Probably. Maybe. Uh, a look it just, this gets is exchanged a very... between all the Jarashir here. Is that, like, not a thing that would happen? And there's an awkward pause before Leanne would say, Our prophecies speak of one who will herald his coming. One who will be instrumental in destroying the storm wall. It is said they will destroy the old mage and with her the magics which hold the storm wall in place. Oh. Oh, that's a bummer. Hmm. Some do not take that to be literal. Some interpret that as simple time will end both things. But... 
if the four augurs of Dahaka have taken that role upon themselves. She lets that hang in the air. I mean, they're gonna have to get through Rigel, good body person. Man, you don't want to get that guy angry, but it's a good thing to be concerned about. I mean, not good, but important. Agni goes back to staring at the place where Ozzy Dahaka should be. His jaw working as though he's grinding his teeth. The other auger bearers sit in silence, glancing from their forge-bound items up to the rest of you. Bononi hasn't taken his eyes off of the statuette. A voice from the pool, as Sedna, in her actual voice, speaks. As long as I hold this ritual in place, the realm scar remains here. If I release this working, it fades. And Shamaran and Andran Jinyi with it. If this is a lead, Let it be known, and let it be used. If not, our gods are not safe here. Could investigate. Here, sir. If... Still have the lawless pendants. If Atticus Carter has. Hmm. We do. Character. Just curious. We do. Okay. Yep. If. If Atticus Carter has these four working for him. That's... I mean, this might be the biggest lead we've had. They're doing what 
their plan is. How we can stop them. Cherish gets in really close to Tirza and says... Like in the pool close? She's not in the pool. I'm not Does... in the pool. Okay. I'm on the edge. Okay. Because yeah. I got out to talk to Agni to be like, let's fucking talk. Right. <laughs> Tirza. I know. And I want you to know that I'm scared. Tirza, if that goes to directly to Kania and not to Stormhaven, he'll know I'm there. Even if I have one of the pendants on, he'll know I'm there. I just don't know if you can protect me from that. Or if I can protect you. This could be our chance. But if you... Okay. I don't want to... But don't say I didn't want to... Make you do... I think Cherish will maybe walk away from Tirza at that point. Grawl, Sid, do you have any reaction to this? Can I hear any of the of this conversation? We're all pretty much standing next to each other, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what of the other realm scar, the very large realm scar in this area? Effects that it has on the people fighting in this war. If the way it works is if we close this one, another one gets bigger. Right now, it seems like the other one is under control. If we close the other one, this one's going to get a lot worse. But this this one's a, a tiny, temporary one that sh that should disappear, hypothetically, when so it's... we would go through it and then... Right. But like the one My... Stormhaven, if that's where it goes. Yeah. So could we could we possibly infer that since this one is so tiny, it was done with precision? Is that something that we would kind of know about realm scars? Or you don't know much about how realm scars form? Okay. Mm -hmm. We just know that the bigger they are, I mean, the harder they are to close, and the more. Was it like the more will that's put into them is is also uh, proportional to size? Yeah, generally, 
something on the other side will be feeding into the realm scar, whether it knows it or not. Mm -hmm. In some cases, it is the frozen arm of an archdevil being forced through a rift. Sometimes it's just the ambient hunger of a Tarask. Yeah, right. Right. My point is, are we leaving this section of the valley to fight this conflict by itself? We rush down here to help our friends. Would we not just be leaving them? Well, if we can get the Sharashir and the Devils to actually make progress on this fight. But that would take some coordination first. I don't know. Do you think the Jarashir are up for that, given that they've just witnessed four of their heroes disappear? Also, I'll look to the other Augur Bears. <laughs> There's a lot of uncertain looks coming back at you. Yeah. That's fair. Agni specifically will shake his head. Also, there is no indication that the devils want this conflict to end. Yes, they are fighting it. They're not fighting to win. <laughs> and from behind you, you'll hear uh, Palafi Stormstaff say, I knew it! <laughs> and Agni will say perhaps perhaps if we allow Sedna to close the rift maybe Maybe Glushan will be returned to us and he may have some information as to where they are being taken to. Maybe? 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 And unless... Leanne will say, unless he is gone there as well. Yes. Agni would turn to you, Tirza, and say, Can you do this thing? Can you actually traverse? It's so small. I mean, yes, that is the other problem. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. Mm. I have a terrible I question. I love terrible questions. 
<laughs> Do you? I seem to ask a lot, and look at your face sometimes. Just, <laughs> it's very disheartening. This is more of a grinchy, terrible, horrible, horrible, awful idea. Hmm. Um, I mean, everyone's gonna have to leave. <laughs> but, um... Could I make a portal to Kania bigger? That's a very good question. By pouring it? power into it. The will of something of that place could perhaps. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I also had another. That does horrible seem thought that... to be how some of them are formed. <laughs> yeah. I had another horrible thought that I will share after we're done recording, depending on how this goes. <laughs> um. Now, okay. Again, okay. This is in character. Okay. Thinking about this logistically, though. Uh, in my, as as we all know, in my objective uh, scaling system of oh, our yes. abilities, um, right. I am very healthy, but I don't have a lot of magic right now. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I am, mechanically speaking, exhausted. <laughs> I have two spell slots. I level five. Chart rest. No, yeah. We're good. All right. Objective. This. Objective. Objectively, I've got two spell slots. It's if, true. If you we do have to, two spell slots. Like, we yeah. took a short rest, as I've begun to call them. Right. So. Yeah. I feel slightly rejuvenated. I could <laughs> take another extra hit or something like that. I don't know. It does come down to. Do we is this threat more important? Certainly more urgent, maybe. I mean, we know that the rifts happen, that they're not necessarily invoked in most cases, right? Is that true? Or am I yeah, completely? Yeah, as far as you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. As far as we know. If we confront- Which also seems to be confirmed by the fact that they're shatterings of this living gate, maybe. Right. Confronting and destroying Atticus Carter doesn't necessarily mean that this rift closes once that's done, if it's done. And in fact, probably won't be. Yeah, like, more than likely. And if we are going to Stormhaven to close a theoretical realm scar that is up there, what happens to this realm scar down here? I mean, it's bad now. 
I mean, th the reason that this one, well, I don't know that. I wasn't up there. That was you guys. But the reason that this one was so affected by the closing of the other one is because it was of an opposite plane, it seemed. Or it was like of an opposite um, like force. Well, I think that was more just we don't... that having there be multiple like large rifts means that their powers are all diminished by the presence of the other. Not that like mm -hmm. um, Bytopia and the Abyss are necessarily polar opposites. That's what I got from it anyway. Yeah, that's about the gist of it. Okay. And we don't, and again, if this, if this theoretical rift Hania is being cloaked by Atticus Carter, I mean, that does seem like a, it would be a pretty big one. The one Astigia was like, you know, bad news. One of the bad news ones. Just, I can't help but think about the people who have already lost their lives down here. And the fact that we came here as the Threadless. Us disappearing may have the same effect on the Guardian Guilds that the Augurs disappearing has had. Agni would say whatever your decision I cannot speak for the other auger bearers but at the very least you have my support everything around us is a threat it seems Chaos comes from all sides. At this moment, we are in the eye of the storm. Which way leads to safety? He'll glance back at Shamron the Wise. Perhaps only she knows. He'll look back towards you, Tirza, and say, But where you go, change occurs. Like, rueful sort of half-smile, a sort of echo of the half-smile that Shomaran I am beginning to believe that you are very right about the threadless you four and your companions being tied to the greater 
churning wheel of this thing. Which does bring me to my other point. Um, no, I won't say that. Your... You all are right. I... It just seems that Every time we turn our gaze away from any place, it gets worse. Perhaps that is yeah. by design. It sucks. Yeah. Sid. It does suck. No, yeah. like, we're right there with you, Tirza. This all sucks a whole lot. There's an expectant silence from so, Sedna the Scaled. Every moment the gods are here right. well, is if another moment that the enemy knows precisely where they are. Yeah. If we are to stay, then we should dismiss them. Agreed. Maybe. Ulshan will come back and be of some use, but even if not, we we can't afford to risk Right. Um, really quick, though, and I will whisper to Tirza, say who we should be talking to about bringing Judah back to life. Mike? Hmm? Uh, are they... Hmm. Hmm. I feel like Andron Genie might be specifically suited to that sort of thing, but I don't I'm know. Saying, I'm just saying what if it requires... What do the legends it, say? If it requires a sign from the gods, then those might like, be the best time to get that. The change maker uh, has blessed some to escape the bonds of death. Yes. It is by Adranjini's providence that some may return to the world of the living. I will um, sort of like nod kind of curtly to cherish. This was also on this was also on my mind. Okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure we didn't forget because we do that a lot. Oh, I wasn't gonna forget. I mean that was the joke okay. that I made about like like, oh, that brings me to my next point. That that was the, the joke I was making. Was oh, okay, sorry. I didn't time to, to talk about Judah. Snatch your glory. <laughs> no, snatch your thunder. It's all good. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I will walk to them and um, kneel fully, like uh, not a not a like one-legged knight kneel, but like a like a full um, full prostration. Mm-hmm. In light. <clears throat> In light of this, change maker, rainbow scaled, you have, you have blessed me in a great hour of need and I, and I ask you once again for your boon. If the Threadless <laughs> I ask that you return Judah Sun Palm that you bring to light what has been extinguished. For the first time, the great serpent's head will turn towards you specifically, Tirza. Its humongous eyes blinking sideways, staring at you. And you are transported to that moment in the Beastlands where this enormous creature of divine myth confirmed your belief in the gods in triplicate as it appeared to you in your time of need to offer you transformation. It will stare at you. Look to the armor that you wear. Its crest resting near your breastplate. And it will dip its head ever so slowly, and then its head will turn to the side and look towards Agni Brandbearer. And Agni, as though working on a command that no one else can hear, will step forward to kneel beside you. And there is a long, silent moment in which the kaleidoscopic colors of the pool will begin to glow and shine. And almost under his breath, Agni will say, I understand. The light will fade and Agni will stand and say, Andrin Jinyi bade me say everybody gets one.
That's in character, because she's just like, <laughs> what? And Adrian Jinny's tongue will, like, slither out in the snake equivalent of giggling <laughs> laughter. Is that a... Did, it, okay. did your god just make a joke, or is that actually the law of, like... <laughs> Yeah. I don't I don't know. We good or And Agni will say I have been given the power to do this. Okay. At least this once. Okay. And he will walk off to move towards the stairwell that leads below. To the burrows. Should we go? Should we follow him? Or I don't even know if I'm asking this in character or out. Uh, yeah, I think we should. I follow. Um, I'll cherish. will give a a bow to the present gods and. Trail after Sid. Good call. I am um, humbled that you would bless me again like this, Andrinjini. I am forever in your service. And then I will follow. Uh. Some of the auger bearers will trail behind you. I'm going to make sure I'm the last one out. Okay. After you. No, no. After, after, after you. No, I, I insist. You, you, you for it. Yeah, the other auger bearers will slowly follow the lead of Agni Brandbear going down to the burrows until finally Grawl. Seemingly people almost not even noticing your presence off to the side and you're left with Andron Jinyi, Shamaran, and the still form of Sedna the Scaled, still in the center of this pool. Both the gods will turn to look at you. but not say anything. Give him a nod. Andrin Jinyi returns the nod. Shamaran the Wise purses her lips. Gives you a long stare. And then says, with her own mouth, with her own voice, T. 
tell your master we will have need of him soon. I give him another nod. Sedna the Scaled, who has remained quite still through all of this, will suddenly sag, her body coiling in on itself. Her old lady shoulders and head is the only thing that remains above the water as it fades to that still glowing, lightly blue, but albeit still water. The gods will disappear and two men will splash suddenly into the pool. Only two. Dicks. Damn it. As Kamal of Kathbari and Vishal of Uthbari reappear. You see swarms of snakes helping these three old priests. Not swim, it's almost rafts of these serpents pushing them towards the edges of the pool. Aww. Where they sit and lay, exhausted, breathing heavily. We're going to have to catch them up on everything, too. Where do you go after that crawl? Um, are they, like, is everyone, like, that's going towards Judah, like... Like, they're going towards Judah, right? They had trooped downstairs to a subterranean location where the dead are okay. kept. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll follow, but, like, a good ways back. Um, Grawl's definitely thinking about, like, the sentence that was just said. You feel a hunger welling up from the sword. This is not the base hunger for knowledge. This is something older. More brutal. More instinctual. And you feel that new set of runes beginning a slow, deep throb near the middle of your back. sense of tight, controlled power, ready to spring forth for some unknown purpose. I'm just making sure those aren't new, new runes, but the blue ones? Those blue ones that you okay. took from the inevitable. <laughs> just making sure, just making sure. As you find your way down rough-hewn stairs, stairs that lead down, 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 soft torchlight lighting the way, you feel the stairs beneath your boots grawl, that sensation of sinking into 
some cold, dark place, not unfamiliar, in the dreaming world. And so it feels familiar even still in the waking world. You see an archive of sorts in this place. Bodies laid out in calm repose. Their knowledge even now preserved as their bodies are not allowed to disintegrate and move away. Ready to be read by those with the knowledge to do so. A book of a different sort. Three pages, at least, you've already collected. Walking down the aisle, you see your companions gathered around a still form, that of a minotaur who had fallen earlier this afternoon, taken by some cold, dark waters that to you always seemed familiar and inviting. Judah Sumpalm found himself in that place and reeled and died. What would happen if Grawl found himself in that place? These are questions perhaps too terrifying to ponder. But they are questions nonetheless. You see for a brief moment the auger-bearer, Agni, reading words from a book that no one can see, placed into his head by a writer who nodded at you upstairs, a sign of respect or simply acknowledgement that something like you needed to exist. Agni has these words, at least for now, knowledge that will be torn away from his mind as soon as it is expelled. And he uses that brief amount of knowledge, that power, to call out to that which would animate the body of Judah Sunpalm. There is darkness and water. Something immense moves through that water. You can feel it, but you can't see it. You can know it's there without seeing it formless, shadowed. It moves in a twisting rhythm, a duality which screams at itself, 
and Judah Sunpalm found himself there. But he also found a way back. As a voice calls out and beckons him away from that water, away from that darkness, away from that abyss. Grawl, you see a minotaur cough and gasp and suddenly blink and wake up as Agni releases those words that he was given for such a brief time. You can almost see the power leaving him when he does it. It's a strange sensation, seeing that energy, smelling it, feeling it. You're not quite sure what sense encapsulates what you're experiencing. Maybe it is hunger, that idea that it is something that you could possess, yet don't. All you know is that Agni gives it away willingly to throw a lifeline to Judah Sunpalm and bring him back to the land of the living. The rest of you see this ritual happen. It takes about ten minutes. There is a moment of terror as you see water bubbling up from Judah's mouth and nostrils but it is expelled violently, and he coughs and gasps and sits up, looks around with a startled terror on his bovine face, looks to all of you and around at the other auger bearers who are nearby and Agni, and the first words out of his mouth are, <laughs> I knew that's not where I died. I think Trigger starts laughing and, like, crying at the same time a little bit. Tirza has already flung herself, like, flung her arms around Judah. Great, yeah, no, don't choke him, don't choke him. Yep, it already happened. <laughs> Still getting used to lungs, Tirza. Thank you. Uh, hmm. What did I miss? Oh boy. Much. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> why don't why don't we catch you up? Why don't why don't you recuperate a bit and we can we can catch you yeah, up afterward. Well help you <laughs> yeah. there's a lot there's a lot to do uh, hmm. a lot happened won't Valor be surprised Camion went off to tell him you're dead so <laughs> <laughs> right whoops yeah. maybe that was a little preemptive that might be yeah yes. just send him a message <laughs> I'm assuming not much time has passed then 
Same day. This day won't end. Probably it's like a couple been of a long hours. one. Yep. A quick glance at the pocket watch, Sid, would tell you that it is nearing the middle of the evening. It's getting on close to 6, 6.30 now. We definitely need to keep a closer eye on what time it is. For sure. Is that what happened? That pulling, that drawing. Yes. Yeah, that in combination with that big old beastie that showed up. Yeah, this certainly didn't help. I don't remember that portion, but I'll trust you. And uh, all of these fine folk, he'll look around at all the jars here nearby. Oh, yeah. Agni will grip his forearm and help Judah stand. Because for all that he was dead, he's wasn't really wounded at all. Some slight yeah. contusions and twists being jerked around by a mammoth, but other than that, <laughs> feeling pretty spry. He's like, all of my ribs are broken for some <laughs> reason. I feel like my head was just lolling around, being jerked back and forth. <laughs> I have, I have you better rib be careful. Flash and broken ribs, and oh. <laughs> You better be careful, you've been mostly dead all day. Ah, but mostly dead most means slightly alive. True. Ah, <laughs> uh, glass half full guy. Mm. <laughs> the glass is totally full, just half of it is with water. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. Oh. See, this is what that's we needed. So this that's is what we brought you back for. Witticisms like this. Really? That was okay. Well. <laughs> we also kind of missed you. Like a little like a little bit. Like, like, thank you, Grawl. Yeah. A lot bit. I cried. And Judo will pass around a uh, a long thank you to the, the Jara Sheer. Uh, Agni will say should not be thanking us, of course. Blessed be Andranjini who wrought this working. And Judah will look at him and give him a nod and say, Well, thanks unto that person. <laughs> and all the jars here will cringe slightly. Jarsh is like, yep, Tears are included. <laughs> Take our word for it. He's very real and kind of cool. All right. They are pretty excellent. Eventually, you are led back upstairs. You see that the three members of the Scaled Council who are remaining are off to one side. Kamal has just collapsed backwards and is snoring lightly. Fair. That sounds nice. Sedna yeah. is coiled. Her body kind of in a weird snakish lotus position, coiled up beneath her torso with her hands held off to the side. 
Mm-hmm. Her eyes closed. Of them all, Vishal is awake, kind of doing yoga-like stretches. The snakes of his hair are writhing in that sinuous, weird way that they do. Clearly still alive. He will give you all a smile as you come back upstairs, and tears are the biggest smile of them all. She will return that, of course. And he will say, Well, that was a rousing conversation, I think. Yeah. You were you guys present for that? Mentally, I mean. It was very strange. Yes, but we were Well, I cannot speak for friend Kamal there, but I was <laughs> I was in the most wondrous library. Do tell. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Tears is like oh. making the fucking neck cutting gesture. <laughs> That's it. Like, oh, what, God. What, what, kind, what kind of library can you describe it? Can you describe the library? Well lit or not well lit? That's kind of. kind of dark, maybe. Great <laughs> vaulted windows, birds flying oh, in and okay. out, the smell of a cool summer it breeze in the air. Great. Great. Not oh my God. an endless labyrinth at all. No. There weren't like. I believe I was in the <laughs> private <laughs> library of Shummer on the Wise. Yeah, for oh. sure. Right, that's what I thought. I just wanted right. to. That's we were wondering like, what oh. it looked. We're very new to all of this. I'm not sure that we're converts. I would Love say to learn. very interesting. Love to learn. Very I interesting. can't read. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I'm a very diligent learner. But one day I hope to be able to read. It's a life goal of mine. Mm-hmm. But yes. Tears' head is fully in her hands. I believe we were able to at least hear everything that transpired, thankfully. It's good. It's a but lot to... Yeah, a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, and also... Uh... Not really sure where. Um, oh my god. Cherish would remember the name, but Elliot doesn't. Gulshan, yes. Gulshan is... Um... I fear that our rescue mission might become twofold when the time comes. Yep. But know this, Threadless. As you have the support of the gods, so too you have the support of at least this bit of the Scaled Council. Right, that... Thank you. That does... You seek to remain here I, and I think put a stop to this, yes? That yes. That's the plan. Glance back at Kamal and Sedna, who are apparently unconscious in their own ways. 
and he will look to you, Tirza, and give you a wink and say, Perhaps Gulshan not being here is a blessing in disguise, I think. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I... If the full might of the Jarashir can be brought to any problem, that problem will surely subside. Like... Like the clouds hmm. after a storm. And God's willing, without that old fart here, we will perhaps have a little bit less dissent when it comes to acting our will upon this war, yes? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes, that's sort of what I was saying. I do not mean to make light of his capture and possible torture, but... Oh, no, he seemed of rather disagreeable, though, didn't he? <laughs> when you have lived as long as Glushan, most things become disagreeable, including yourself. Cherish is already pretty disagreeable. So. And I've only lived for 17 years. <laughs> I know, so... <laughs> my favorite thing Roll 17 and terrible uh. that's me <laughs> little devil <laughs> well you simply send word to where we are needed and he'll look over to you Tirza You have brought a great many truths to the Jarashir today, Augerbearer. This may I... cause some unrest among our followers. But... Only through seeing the truths can we be guided along the right path. This is what I truly believe. <laughs> you speak with her wisdom. But between Cabal and myself, I feel as though we will be able to sway many to see the light. While we may not work in lockstep with the devils, we will perhaps not work quite so hard to blow them up as well. It's a step in the right direction. Let's, let's, not, let's not be hasty. <laughs> Unless they're like right there in the middle, you know? Like right there in the middle. Right, right there. Gotta, like right there. You gotta... <laughs> You gotta like, you you know, if they're right there, then yes. Oh, there. Cherish has just been continually, very roughly elbowing girl in the ribs. Ow. <laughs> yep, right, right there. Ow. Is that where it hurts? Mm -hmm. Just making we sure. We, yep. should... <laughs> we should though. Uh, you will send a message to Valor to. 
and and Camion. Oh, to I let still the have two of them know pocket that. watch, don't I? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Oh shit! Well, we <laughs> have can... I already used it today? I don't think I have. If you haven't, I've already used mine. Okay, then I must not have used mine. Nope. I don't know. No. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, let me go outside and do that. Yeah. And as Cherish leaves, Vishal will say, Once you have some sort of idea about how we can end this, you let Vishal know, and I will make sure the Jarashir have your back. Of course. I'm glad to have it. Hmm. In the this meantime... It's not my own back. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Looking for wisdom, girl, not a thesaurus. <laughs> Don't talk to Cherish. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, girl, a thesaurus is a book with a list of words. No, I'm just exactly. That's I, I assumed. Right, I get what you're saying. It's just full of words that you cannot read. <laughs> Why would anyone make such a thing? Crazy. Vishal will say, In the meantime, we will begin looking for our wayward auger bearers and perhaps try to learn some of the truth of their disappearance. Um, she'll kind of look at Grawl and see it as like a the person who usually makes my decisions for me isn't here right now. Is there what a should decision? we do? What should we do? We should uh, con. What we're doing. Um, well, first we should thank... Uh, you said Vishal was his name? Vishal is the high priest of Utbari, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, uh, thank you for your assistance. Uh, Tirza has made... Uh, an excellent ally, a, a fierce warrior, and a uh, miraculous healer. Uh, so I I thank you for allowing her to... Uh, I don't know if allow is the right word, but perhaps without the Jarashir, we would have not had Tirza, so thank you. Uh, but we need to go and start coming up with a plan. So we will be in contact. Very well. You'll know where to find us. Just look for the storm clouds. It's very obvious. Outside, Cherish, you stride a few paces away. You see that the Jarashir war camp is a buzz with people going back and forth and talking to each other. You've got your pocket watch? Well, Camion's pocket yeah. watch. Camion's pocket watch. And you want to uh, cast yeah, Sending. And, and I will cast Sending uh, to Camion and say uh, <laughs> not sure of your 
E T. Uh, it's characters or words. Words. Uh, is E T A count as a word? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, counts as three words. Um. Position. Okay. Not sure Not of your sure position. Of your position. Judah's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where should we meet up with you? Eventually, you get a response from Camion after a beat, saying, Heading to find Valor. Good news about Judah. We'll bring him back to the Guardian Guild camp. Okay. Ask Hexia for a threadless tent. And then the message ends. Okay. By the time Everybody the rest else. of you exit, yeah. the other auger bearers in tow, and the auger bearers begin moving out immediately into the Jarshir war camp to start preaching the gospel, as it were, about what just happened, trying to quash any uh, dramatic rumors. And the most astonishing thing that most of you see is that they begin telling at least most of the truth. Hmm. Is surprising. And that seems to be at the behest of Agni Brandbearer himself. Like, there's a small argument that happens on the way outside of the temple doors, but Agni puts his foot down. And he's definitely the first to speak to a small crowd who have been lingering nearby. And he begins to talk about... A world before the storm. And how the beginnings of the Jarashir are far older than any thought possible. And that their charge does not end with this valley. It ends with the whole of the multiverse. You see him adding a little bit of English to this, a little bit of poetry. But he begins speaking of the Jarashir and calling 
your people gatekeepers. And perhaps he has some insight, some piece of wisdom that he gained. But as he sprinkles in bits of story that came from a man called Rashad once upon a time, he is beginning to craft a new truth. Perhaps the gods in triplicate are in fact gods. Perhaps they are simply servants of some even greater power. That bit of semantics isn't necessarily important, and it's not something they harp on. But the truth that begins to spread is that the enemies of the Jarashir feared Azi Dahaka, and so waylaid his coming. And that the auger bearers will find them and bring them low. And the cloak bearer will lead the charge. It's because she's got a reindeer, okay? We don't have a choice. She's faster than us. But as you reconvene outside the temple of the Jarashir, Judah standing, albeit wearily nearby you gather back up a celestial reindeer coming in near where do you go um i mean i'll relay camion's information that they're still looking for valor mm -hmm. and that they'll meet us back at the other camp and mm -hmm. that's probably where we should head. Yeah. And talk to Hexia Cubseed yeah. about getting right, a headless tent. And so you do. That girl needs to take a nap. I mean, eventually, yes. It's edging in on nighttime. It is difficult to parse that as the sky does not change well. here. Pocket watch. Pocket watch tells you that it is, and your own bodies tell you that it is yeah. <laughs> time for rest. <laughs> we're not, we're not quite as in tune with our bodies as this mysterious Susan, but <laughs> whoever that may, whoever that may <laughs> something to aspire towards. <laughs> and I, I hear her name, and my heart fills with a righteous glee. <laughs> but it's a, a quick matter to discuss things with a furious halfling woman named Hexia Cobseed. The leader of the Bark Watch here at the front line. She has already made preparations, and the five of you are eventually led towards a large encampment tent with seven bunks laid out inside of it. There's a small table within with some chairs sitting around it that is oddly reminiscent of the Wandering Rose. That inn that you all stayed in the nights before the trials of the Maker Festival. 
There's a small little cook stove off to one side, its chimney poking up through the canvas of the tent. For now, at least, this is a place to stay and rest and recuperate. Soon enough, Camion, hopefully with Valor in tow, will return. But for now, you have a chance to get off your feet, to get out of your armor, perhaps, to rest while you can. But even as you do in the distance, you hear the thunder of infernal guns. The scream of demonkind. Because ever on does the blood war rage. Blood war. Blood war. Yeah, blood war. Yeah, who? <laughs> that was my best season. <laughs> yeah, blood war. Fuck him up. <laughs> there it is. And I think it is there that we're going to leave it for tonight. Oh. As you've retrieved a friend, you've begun spreading new truths among a religion who probably needed it. And as you begin to make plans for what comes next, having chosen the path of war over the path of infiltration, direct conflict, going straight to hell, who knows where that realm scar in the pool of the Jarashir may have led. It still leaves me with tons of anxiety, <laughs> even though it's closed. <laughs> Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MattComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. Especially Indeed. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, and you can support me on Patreon uh, at Patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis. Um, I knew my fucking dad had a hand in this. I just fucking knew it. Hate that guy. <laughs> Dads.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. No, I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um. That when you're in a weird fantasy cult and you have weird fantasy depression that your weird fantasy antidepressants is your cult becoming slightly less shitty. Get ready for Tears of Actual Person. Woo. The musical. Um, <laughs> Tears yeah. of 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is awesome. I'm going to go listen to my, my fucking Ozzy Haka playlist. Uh, come hang out and listen with me. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, I am at the Readimus. Yeah. Um, team up happening soon. Mm. Forming together like Ultron. Yes, Ultron. -like. Vol Vol no. Ultron. <laughs> Fuck, like I need another drink. Whatever. Nope, Ultron. it's it's Ultron. We're gonna conquer Ultron? the world, make it perfect. Ultron, nope, the sexy nope. James Spader bot from uh, 
That one. Yeah, I like that better. And a bunch of tigers, lions, bears. Oh my! I'm just saying. I can think of two instances in which Ultron fused with something. The first time was with the Phalanx and created a ultimate hive mind of space devouring robots. And the second time was when he skinned Hank Pym and wore his flesh around for a while. You know, both the great options. Still had a good ass. Former. Yeah. Both are great options, honestly. Um, and I would like to, instead of suggesting a social media page to find me on, uh, I would just like to personally say to you directly, the listener, thank you very, very much for listening. Um, all of us really, really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, we love doing the show and we love that you guys are listening. That's awesome and fantastic. Um, so I just have one favor, uh, do us a huge, huge solid and rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Um, please, please, please please do that. We really like hearing from you guys. It's, it's, it's really fun and and rewarding and, uh, yeah, it mean, it would mean the world to us. Um, so if you're listening to the podcast right now, uh, take a couple of minutes out of your day and just uh, go ahead and uh, rate and review our podcast. Um, and when you do, you can include the name of an NPC in the subject line. And Mike will, despite probably his better judgment, put the name of that NPC in this campaign, no matter how silly or awesome. It could be awesome. That name is. It will. It will end up in this campaign. Not despite of my better judgment, because of my better judgment. <laughs> Indeed. Fair, fair enough. It could be Ultron's ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I absolutely. want to be. <laughs> yep. Do it. I'm gonna leave a review uh, with the NPC name "Sexy James Spader Bot." <laughs> And unfortunately, why is that not I'm the, the forgotten Hank Montgomery's name? Um, <laughs> well, he could have a second name. It's true. Yeah. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at mkgorgoni, where I am constantly having devious machinations and uh, holding a couple of different versions of the Manual of the Plains just off the uh, side as I record, just in case people end up going through the portal that leads directly to Mephistar. And if you know what that is, then, oh, we could have had a fun, fun time. But, uh... Like I said, it's my dad's shitty castle. (laughs) (laughs) Shit castle. We could have just leapt right to the end there, and I was, uh... There was a 50-50 chance of that, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that was the the warp pipe right there, is what that was. (laughs) Thanks. Uh... But leastways, uh, you can always come talk to me about uh, exactly what those machinations might entail. Because mm-hmm. I am working on some 4th edition nonsense up in here. I'm in some 3.5 planar nonsense up in here. I'm pulling from every single edition. And we're having fun with it. Because the Living Gate is a very particular reference from Player's Handbook 3 of 4th edition. And I'll let you all figure out the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Do your homework, everyone. <laughs> I can't read. I'm screwed. Oh, this game has true. too much stuff in it. It does. It does have way too much stuff. And speaking of stuff, uh, you can, of course, find our good, good friend Omatep on Twitter, at NPC underscore AN, where he has so much stuff. Um, 
I've been you guys so much stuff. So much stuff. Uh, and even when he is uh, coming up with uh, more practical versions of the spells we all know and love, in a series of lists that I've been coming up with that I've been having a very good time with, with more practical versions of uh, magical items and spells, uh, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, as Lisbon said just a little bit ago. But most importantly, the world is chaos right now, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I love you.